You can build the life you've always desired. You can become the person you want to be. You don't have to listen to society. You can step into your inner power and your truths and set yourself free. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 20 of the Writing to Inspire podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I apologize sincerely for not recording more episodes. Life has just been so crazy and so unpredictable with many, many things. But I am back and I promise to be recording and producing regularly because, and drumroll please, the podcast is about to hit 10,000 downloads, guys. That is absolutely incredible. First and foremost... All praise to God Almighty for the guidance, for the love, and for the blessings he continues to bestow upon me. I truly, truly, truly am so blessed to have this community. It really invokes a deep sentiment within me. You all are so supportive. I thank you guys so much, and I pray that God continues to bless all of you. Now, episode 20 is titled... Why your breakup is a blessing. That sounds pretty paradoxical, right? Who would think to put breakup and blessing within the same sentence? To treat them as synonymous. But really, they are a great opportunity for you to learn. Because breakups end up being the most transformative lessons. But, it's contingent upon your outlook. That's what I've learned, writing to Inspire Family. And I'll share it with you. I used to struggle immensely with many things that would transpire in my life. Perfect example, if I was having difficulties at work. If I couldn't make a relationship succeed. If I had lost friends or closeness to certain family members, I automatically would blame it on myself. I would think that I wasn't good enough, that I was unworthy, that I was undeserving. And these hurtful messages would permeate my psyche most prevalently during breakups. When something romantically would fail... I would be plunged into despair. But I had an opportunity, excuse me, I had an opportunity to learn something. I realized that the way I viewed the world and the way I viewed myself and these outcomes said a lot about me. It reflected on my psyche and my perception of these events. Because the way you view yourself and the way you view these events and how you perceive them really dictates whether you will thrive or continue to plummet in life. Now a breakup, speaking neutrally here, is devastating. It's excruciating. I'm not coming on this podcast saying that breakups are easy to deal with. No, but they offer invaluable information. 
because the way you view them allows you to see the way you view yourself. So perfect example, and I always give this to clients because I do one-on-one life coaching sessions. I always tell clients, let's take two individuals, right? Let's say both of them get fired from their jobs. One individual starts to say, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm a failure, I never do anything right, I'm just a screw-up. But then you have the other individual who says, well, you know what? That company wasn't a good fit for me, I wasn't a good fit for them. Now I have the opportunity to go elsewhere, to perhaps get a job that is in alignment with my goals and my values, and I can embrace a new beginning. It is our perspectives that make the difference, writing to Inspire Family. That's what I want you to reflect on. Notice, both individuals lost their job, and yes, it's a painful experience. And yes, it stirs uncertainty and our fears. But notice the outlooks each individual exhibited. And then ask yourself, which one are you? And let's tie this into the topic of a breakup. Again, of course it hurts. Of course it unearths all of our deepest traumas and wounds. Maybe our abandonment issues, our insecurities, other core wounds of feeling inadequate and unworthy. But somebody's not making you feel that way. Oftentimes, it is we who are projecting those feelings onto the situation. It is we who are choosing to make it mean something that it's not. A breakup is actually an invitation for us to explore our wounds and to heal them. That's what I learned. Because I began to question, I began to ask myself, well, wait, why do I always feel like I'm unworthy? Why do I always feel like I'm not good enough? Why do I always feel inadequate and subpar and substandard? And I was invited to explore and to excavate deeply within myself because of these painful moments. And they offered me golden opportunities to learn, to grow, and to heal. A breakup is a blessing. Because not only are you departing, in many cases, from someone who's not meant for you, or are you removing yourself from a situation that's not in alignment with you, but you also are afforded a chance to look deeply within yourself so that you can heal those wounds. Yes, circumstances happen. Things change. Life gets in the way. And of course, it's heartbreaking. But what causes us to suffer are the narratives we impose onto a situation. So I'm going to invite all of you writing to Inspire Family to think about the narratives and the meanings you're assigning to a given situation.
Just because somebody broke up with you, or just because a relationship failed, it doesn't mean that you're a screw-up. It doesn't mean that you're unworthy. It doesn't mean that you're inadequate. There are plenty of other explanations for why things don't pan out. Maybe you got fired from a job because the company was going under anyway. Maybe you got fired from a job because of an egotistical boss. Maybe you got fired because your numbers plummeted due to COVID. There are external factors that influence situations. And that's the same thing with a breakup. Maybe it didn't work out because the other party was emotionally unavailable. Maybe it didn't work out because life changed and took the two of you in different directions. But what you must do, and what I implore all of you to do, is to analyze the narratives and question them. Don't allow the thoughts and the feelings of unworthiness and inadequacy and not being good enough to permeate your psyche. Question them. Question them because they're false. And chances are, if you're thinking that way, and I say this with the utmost love and respect, it's because you've already thought that way about yourself anyway. You've already had those views. You've already had a lack of confidence, low self-esteem. But now, it's being mirrored back to you. Now, I'm not telling all of you to get up and celebrate that your hearts are broken, no. But what I'm asking you to do is to reframe the narratives. Question them. See what you can learn. And apply the lessons to your healing. Because life follows gradual stages, guys. This is something I often have to remind myself of. So many times I get so ambitious. So determined. That I want the instant gratification. That I want to just snap my finger and bam. Have the change spontaneously and miraculously occur. But life doesn't work that way. Life follows steps. We've got to take the staircase to move upward. And we can't jump. Otherwise, we're going to fall and be back at square one. We've got to walk the journey. We've got to walk the staircase, the path. We've got to make those crucial decisions at certain junctures. And one of those crucial decisions is learning to question our narratives. Learning to see how we view ourselves. Because a situation won't make you feel unworthy if you don't already feel that way about yourself. That's what I realized. I realized it wasn't anybody who was making me feel unworthy. It was life mirroring my own thoughts to me. Showing me, Jamal, this is how you think about yourself. These are the core wounds you're carrying. And I had to ask myself, what am I going to do? How am I going to be different? How am I going to forge change? So that I can 
have a better life. So that I can construct a happier, healthier, and more refined me. And I use the darkest days in my life to do that. And now I'm very happy. I'm elated to have endured what I endured. And I remind myself of those instances now. Because I too struggle with challenges, with anxieties, with fears. But all of these moments merely reflect what I'm thinking about myself and what wounds I still must heal. And the same applies to all of you. Your breakup is a blessing. It's liberating you from someone that isn't meant for you. It's liberating you from a situation that's passed you by. And it's liberating you from being someone you no longer want to be. If you just choose to look inward and to say, you know what? I am good enough because I showed up beautifully. I am good enough because I have a caring and genuine heart. This situation, this relationship, this job, whatever it is, it just didn't pan out because sometimes things in life don't. Maybe I had the wrong boss. Maybe I was with the wrong person. Maybe the company just had a skewed outlook. Learn to see the way you view yourself. Because that's where the healing comes from, guys. That's where you do some crucial Deep and profound inner work. All of us are amalgamations of our past experiences. We owe our past experiences for who and what we are. And we can grow even more if we learn to go a little deeper. If we learn to just venture out a little further into the ocean of our pain so that we can begin to heal and we can begin to show up for us. A breakup can also teach you how to become your own hero because when you hit rock bottom and you don't have anybody there, you're forced to be there for you. You're forced to put on the cape and to carry on. And yes, it's stressful and it's terrifying because we all fear the unknown. But it's also where we birth our greatest selves. So ask yourself, what meanings do I assign to breakups? And what does that say about the way I view me? Your worth is intrinsic to you. Your worth is God-given. You're worthy because God Almighty, our Creator, imbued you with worth and with value. You don't need somebody else to tell you that you're worthy. But if you think you're unworthy, it's probably because you went through some tra trauma Excuse me, in your childhood. It's probably because you already have low self-esteem. And I don't say any of this to shame you. I say this with the hopes that you will reach a new conclusion, a better realization, a more profound point in your life 
that'll galvanize you into change. And that'll show you that these moments offer gems of wisdom, gems of hope, of inspiration, and of lasting transformation. It took me a while to conclude such matters. It took me a while to heal myself. There are still so many things that I'm sifting through. So many moments where I may feel alone and I may despair. But I remind myself that every dark day gave birth to my brightest moments. And every heartbreak allowed me to heal. Remember, these moments show you more about you and how you think think about yourself than they do anything else. And if you're thinking negatively about yourself, if you get down on yourself, if you shame yourself, if you're overly critical, if you have perfectionism syndromes, then there are some answers. This can tell you about the wounds and the traumas you've been carrying for years and that you need to heal so that you can forge a better relationship. Again, this is not me diminishing your pain or your suffering. No, I understand these moments hurt. I've been through my own devastation. I get it. But it's also about reframing and rewiring our perspectives. Because these moments, moments like a breakup, leave us at the proverbial fork in the road. Where we can either choose to see the light, or we can stay shrouded in darkness and sorrow. That's where you have to push yourself to see things differently. Because if you pump narratives into your mind that you're not good enough, you're going to be alone forever, things didn't work out because you always mess it up and you're awful, then you'll stay there and you'll keep recreating scenarios that validate what you think about yourself. That's why most people find themselves attracting similar partners. Because if you think you're not good enough and you have to chase people for love, you're going to inadvertently be with people who are emotionally unavailable or who don't see your value due to their own inner wounds and patternings just so you can keep that subconscious safety zone going. But on the flip side, you can say, you know what? Yes, this hurts. Yes, this is difficult. Yes, I'm going through a very dark time. But I'll find my way. I'll learn. I'll see what beauty blossoms within me from these realizations that I make. And I'll heal and grow and I'll apply these lessons for something greater. You can be hurt, but you don't have to suffer. Because suffering stems from the meaning we assign to situations. And oftentimes, those meanings are nothing more than our own inner wounds speaking to us. The good old inner critics. So I hope that this helps. I pray that God blesses all of you and he leads you to love, light, and healing. And I pray that you find who you truly are and you work towards becoming who you'd like to be. 
As always, writing to inspire family. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And please rate this podcast five stars, the positive review on any app that you use. Share it with your friends and help anybody who needs this message so that they can heal and grow, God willing. And just so people know, I am offering one-on-one life coaching sessions. You can email writingtoinspire@yahoo.com, and the two is T-O, writingtoinspire@yahoo.com, or you can follow me on Instagram, at writingtoinspire, and you can DM me there. As always, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for sticking it through with me and for being here. Much love, and may God's peace and blessings be upon all of you. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Writing to Inspire podcast. Please be sure to give it five stars and leave a comment so that it spreads to other people. As always, I appreciate you and happy healing.